Shit, what episode are we on, Albert? This is episode seven. This is yeah. episode seven of that One Vatos podcast. I'm your host, Sports Guy Jose. We're here at Southtown Art Gallery. What? Located off of what? 1913 South Florida's motherfuckers. Yeah. I remembered. Um, and I have a special guest. This man is a dope-ass rapper. He has the Twitter game on hold. <laughs> I learned from him. Um, I've been doing Twitter for a minute, but I can't do as well as this guy. And he can rock a fucking vest. I don't know how he does it. No cap. I don't know how he does it. But uh, next guest is AJ Bray. Yes, sir. How AJ are you, man? AJ Bray in the building. I'm good. I'm chilling, bro. Big chilling. All right, man. So um, you've been working on anything lately? Yeah. Uh, I just dropped an EP uh, like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And uh, I just finished my next one. So I'm going to drop that in like two weeks. Damn. Yeah. Um, how long you been working on music? Um, I think I started rapping. I was probably like like nineteen or twenty. I think. I think. Uh, yeah, cause it was it was sometime in college, and my homeboy, who I grew up with, Tevin, he uh he started rapping one day, and I was like, bro, I'm gonna put a verse on that hoe, and he was like, nah, you won't do it, and so I just did it, and I just kept making music after that. Damn. Yeah. Uh, where'd you go to college? I went to three colleges. I went to Baylor my freshman year, and I didn't like it, so I left. I went to UNT my sophomore year. I didn't like it, so I left. Then I went to Texas State. Dang, you were in the that Dallas area yeah, for a minute. Yeah. What was it like over there? Because I know you said you've been living here. You said prior to us starting recording that yeah. you grew up here since first grade yeah was it a trust transition or no no because i had lived in fort worth before because my pop military okay so i had kind of lived out there before and i just knew a lot of people out there already and so it was cool and that's right when i started making music that's when i have got my first mic for myself nice and uh i was recording in my dorm room and that's how i really started putting stuff out and that's where i made like one of my biggest songs still to this day in my dorm room in didn't um how did, how did that blow up? Was it blowing up through YouTube, SoundCloud? Mm, no, it was Twitter. Okay. I just put my stuff on Twitter. I didn't even have a video for that song or nothing. One day I just put it on SoundCloud, and then I tweeted it, and then like people liked it, and then it just kind of kept going. Oh, shit. Were there any artists up there that you that you knew? Um, No, I didn't really. like. I knew people from like the internet, but nobody that I really like hung out with. I mean, I met people... Because I would rap in my dorm room, literally. So yeah. people would hear me. And so people would knock on my door and be like, yo, I rap too. Like, blah, blah, blah. So I would meet people like that. But nobody was like closer than nothing. Okay. Um, what were you going to school for? History. History. Okay. Yeah. Why history? Because yeah. um, I don't know. I feel like I'm a real practical person. I feel like history is the only practical major. Like one of the only practical majors in college. Like yeah. math is not practical for me. Like I'm not doing calculus on the daily Science isn't practical for me. I'm not a surgeon. The history, like, that's everything. Everything repeats itself. Everything is history. So I felt like it was just the most practical. Uh, what part of history fascinated you the most? All of it. Literally, like, everything. Because literally everything repeats itself. Like, there's yeah. no surprises in the world. So I literally, like, learn about anything. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, in at Texas State, the history program, you have to take history and, like, from all these different countries, you can't just do like all U.S. history. Oh, nice! You gotta do like some U.S., some Chinese, some whatever. So just like all of that. Dang, 
Um, so are you still into history right now? Like, is it still something that's yeah. part of your daily life? Yeah, history's dope. I'm always, like, reading. I like to read a lot. Yeah. And, like, I watch movies and documentaries and stuff. Like, I think learning history is just so cool. Is there a favorite doc that you've watched recently? Uh, man, what was the last... I watched I watched Hot Girls Wanted. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, about like the porn stars and the premium snappers and stuff. That was cool. <laughs> shout yeah, out sex workers. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the sex workers. Y'all hold it down. Y'all be canceling me sometimes, but just know I love y'all for sure. No cap. Um, you seem like there's nothing that we're like. You're like unfiltered on Twitter. Yeah. I like it. You say a lot of things that I wish I could say, but I'm like, yeah, damn, I'm a reporter. You can, though. Like, you <sighs> can. You just got, like, for me, it's just like, fuck it. Cause, like, it's my Twitter. Like, if I think something and I yeah. wanna say it, like, I'ma say it. And, like, nobody gonna beat my ass. Yeah. So it's just like, See like, that? nobody yeah. gonna actually press me about it. People will be mad on the internet for a few seconds cause it's trendy. Yeah. But they don't really care. They're gonna go on with their day. And so I feel like you could just say what you want. Okay. I used to be like that, and then once uh, I started to reach a certain level as a reporter, I'm like, damn, like I have like I have to be the face, technically yeah. speaking, of a of an organization or a newspaper. So it's like I have to kind of watch what I say. But yeah, yeah I still push the envelope because I <laughs> I be cursing like crazy on Twitter. No, I feel it, and I'm surprised. You know, my editors or bosses hope they're not listening to this. Uh, <laughs> they don't get on me. For I hope that. they are. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> he said, I hope they are. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like like how you saying that's like your brand. You got to kind of like protect your brand and stuff. And I feel like I am my brand. Like my music is me. And I talk about that stuff in my music. I talk about ratchet stuff in my music. Yeah. So like naturally, it's just who I am. Like I say the same stuff in real life. I be with my homies be like, man, who's OnlyFans is popping right now. Like, what's <laughs> up? like I really be like that. So it, it don't be like I feel like other people put more thought into my Twitter than me because me, I'm just like saying yeah. whatever. Like, I'm just saying things I think of throughout the day. So, um, did it take you a while to figure out who you were as a rapper, or was it just something that came naturally? Um, yeah, it kind of did, but then it, like, kind of doesn't. I don't know. It's a process, because it's, like, I always know, like, I've always kind of talked about the same thing for the most part, but yeah. I would say it in, like, it was it's in different ways sometimes, and I feel like I've matured since I first started rapping. Like I said, I started making songs when I was like 19. Yeah. And I'm like 24 now. So okay. it's like, I'm not the same person I was. So naturally my music will change. Are you a 95 baby? 94. 94? Yeah. Damn, so you're going to be 25 this year. Yeah. Damn. Capricorn. Nice. Yeah. So I kind of just like, I, I, I think it evolved. But when I listened to my old stuff, I was pretty much kind of saying the same things in a yeah. different way or just like, I don't know. It just wasn't as cool. It was cool at that time. Yeah. Um, what was what's the most challenging part about rapping? Mm, nothing. Nothing? I think the challenging part is getting other people to enjoy it. Mm. I don't think it's hard to rap at all. I make songs like in 15 minutes. Because like, I just talk about my life. So it's just like, it's yeah. not hard. I don't have to think about anything. I just be like, what did I do yesterday? I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. And so it's like... It's not hard being a rapper. I think it's just the business part. Sometimes it gets tedious, mm. like sending emails to people, like asking people. Because I hate asking people to listen to my music. I think it's just dumb. Like, I shouldn't have to ask people, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if they want to listen, I feel like they're going to listen. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, they don't. So I don't really, like, hit up people and be like, hey, can you check this out? So, I don't know. It's not challenging, though. It's just the business part that gets tedious. 
um, I had saw first saw you perform at Free Week. Yeah. And that was fire. You're dude, you're one of the very few artists that actually I thoroughly enjoyed watching yeah. perform. I like appreciate you, that. You and the Brawlettes. Yeah. They were like super dope. Um, what's it like to stand in front of a crowd of people? Um, it's cool. Uh, it's just like it's whatever. It's cool. It's fun. I really like performing. Mm-hmm. I think it's dope. But I know it's cool. It's just like I did public speaking and stuff when I was younger a lot. So I didn't really like it's okay. just like really natural to me. It's not really like I just feel like I'm just rapping. Like I made the song. So like yeah. I feel like it's not that hard to like perform them. Yeah. It's fun. I like doing uh, it. Where'd you start doing public speaking at? Like my church. My mom would make me like speak in church all the time. Oh, like wow. do prayers and stuff. Dang. Yeah. Caught you off guard, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was doing the Sunday service before Kanye nah, was. no cap. Shout out God, for real. That's my nigga right there. No cap. It's <laughs> my guy. Um, when you were when you were growing up, you said you were a military brat. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? Because uh, I know a lot of military, but they move around a lot. Did you it was move cool. I didn't move around that much. I moved around like until I got to first grade. Yeah. And then I was at the same school district from first grade to when I graduated high school. Where'd you go to school? Uh, Cole. Cole? Yeah, I'm oh, Force Or Shaq went. Shaq went. Yeah, yeah. So everybody said it was exactly. Yeah. So it was cool. I mean, but like, even though I didn't move, you still have the military brat challenges because you'll get a best friend and then they'll have to move in like a month. Uh, so, like, even if you don't move around a lot, everybody around you is going to move around a lot. Yeah. So it happens. Oh, man. Um, so, what would you do growing up? Like, um, <laughs> I play sports at my PlayStation 2. <laughs> And listen to music, and that was pretty much it. What were your top games for the PS2? For the PS2? Bro, the PS2 is the best. NBA Live, I would play that for hours. Um, I really just play sports games. Like, I would play NBA Live, Madden, FIFA, and then, like, I had Grand Theft Auto for a minute until my mom found out what it was. And then oh, I didn't play shit. that again until I was, like, grown. Yeah. <laughs> uh,. She, she, made, much she made him go up to I think she came in church. my room and I was at the fucking strip club. <laughs> and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, Bob, it's just a game. And then she heard them start cussing. And so she got mad at that. And I was like, Mom, don't take it. Just let me play it on mute. Just let me play it. Just let me play it with no sound. So she used to make me play it with no sound. And then like I think she came in again and I was like talking to a hooker or something. And she was like, nah, it's, it's over. It's done. What was it, San Andreas? No, it was Grand Theft Auto 3, which is, like, not even that bad. Like, oh it's not even God. as bad. I never, that's the one that was in Liberty City. That's what I'm saying. I got cut off before San Andreas. So Damn. I didn't play San Andreas, Vice City, or none of that until what? I was, like, 18. Bro. Yes, bro. I was late. I only had Grand Theft Auto 3, and I would just play that hoe for hours. Were you able to play um, Street V2? What is that? Street V2. It was, the, it was, like, the street ball game. It wasn't NBA Ballers. It was the other one. It was, like... Had um, what's that? They reminisce over you by fucking uh, Pete Rock and CO Smooth, <clears throat> and like oh man, it was like, dude, it was badass. Like you would I don't play, think I ever played. You would play three on three, or is it three on three, Albert? Is it NBA Street Ball Street Ball. No, oh, I yeah. play NBA Street, and I played um NBA Ballers. That was yeah, that's the one with um, what's his name on the front? Um, it's like Vince Carter, Steph- Stephon Marbury. Oh yeah, Stephon Marbury. Stephon Marbury had the <laughs> big headed ass. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he was on the cover of that. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Um, what kind of cartoons were you watching? Um, I was watching. 
Uh, I was watching everything. Like Dexter's Lab was cool. I like Dexter's Lab. I like Ed and Eddie. That was probably my favorite. Bro, Ed, Ed and, and Eddie. Eddie. Goes hard. And I watched like Disney Channel a lot. I wasn't even on the cartoons as heavy as the Disney Channel. I was watching like that. So Raven. Oh, and, Raven was hard. Yeah, I was watching like all that kind of stuff. Feel the future. Yeah, all of that. Like I, that's what I was on. Oh man, um, who were you listening to growing up as far as artists goes? Um, or was that something that you weren't able to get access to? No, I have an older sister. Okay, and so I would listen to whatever she was listening to. So like, she would listen to like all the regular stuff. She listened to like, I remember listening to Chris Brown a lot. Like okay. B two K, Bow Wow, Soldier Boy, like Adele, Andre three thousand. Like that was the people she listened to the most. So that's yeah. what I listened to the most. Oh man. Um, does anybody, any artist influence you? Yeah, definitely. Like, lots of artists influence me. Like, a lot of them. Like, I think that's what music is. Like, everybody's influenced by somebody, and then yeah. you put your own spin on it. Oh, man. Um, what do you think about the, the local music scene in San Antonio? <laughs> I think it's cool. There's <laughs> <laughs> some guys. They're cool. Because you get, like, some people either really hate it, or a lot of people really love it, or people are just like, eh. I'm kind of like indifferent about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. People rap. Some people make good music. Some people don't. It's not different than any other, like, the national music scene. Yeah. So I guess I feel the same way about like actual rappers that are popular and mainstream. Like, some people make music. Some people don't. That's how I feel about the local scene. Okay. Some people I'll listen to. Some people I, I'm not really interested in. But like, just because it's not my style doesn't mean it's bad. Like, yeah. I just don't like a lot of stuff. I don't listen to like a crazy amount of stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I mean, I listen to, like, a lot of music and a lot of genres and a lot of songs, but, yeah. like, I'll have phases. So, like, for, like, a week, I'll only listen to, like, three artists. And oh, next shit. week, I'll listen to three different artists. It's not just, like, on a regular day, like, I have a few artists that I listen to, and that's all I listen to. Okay. No, that's fair. Like, I think I go, I do that a lot, too. Yeah. Um, well, who, who who's in your, like, what phase are you going through right now? Um, Larry June. Uh... Baby Keem, I listen to him a lot. He's a young dude that I just kind of found out about, and he's making some like really fire stuff. Uh, and regular people like Uzi, I listen to Uzi. Okay. Uh, I listen to myself sometimes. Young Thug. Oh, I love yeah. Young Thug. Dude, I got on the Young Thug bandwagon fucking late. For real, that's like my favorite rapper. <clears throat> Cause I I went through like this, I went through this phase where. It was like just conscious and yeah, conscious, yeah. and like I would shun anybody who was yeah. who, who wasn't remote. I think conscious. everyone goes through a phase like that, yeah, for a minute sometimes. So like when he first dropped um, that one, that one single, um, "Lifestyle," yeah, I was like, "What yeah, the fuck well, is I this?" I can't even understand what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, and then when was it? It's when he dropped "Super Slimy." Yeah, yeah. Which is like so many projects later. Yeah, for sure. I was like, damn, I need to give this guy a long chance. Gap. I was like, yeah. I need to give this guy a chance. And I started revisiting all his old projects. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, I feel like he's one of the greatest to ever do it. Dude, like, he's incredible. That's how I feel. That's like, when it's people that inspire me, that's somebody that inspires yeah. me. Yeah. Thug for sure. Like, I think he's he's dope. What's your favorite project of his? Um, Man, that's hard. I like, I like Slime Season 3. Okay, because it's 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 short. It's only seven songs. Yeah, and I all my projects are short like that. It's kind of like I don't know. I like short projects. I have a short attention span. I feel like a lot of people do nowadays, especially yeah. and then now the streaming era where it's like yeah. I think mine's Odito. Like oh for real, I can't make songs that's like if it's a three minutes. I'm like no, that's too long. 
That's why I don't have a lot of features on my songs. Like, yeah, because all of them I prefer to be under two minutes. Is that something that you may consider, um, like, not so much changing, but like, you know, may venture as a longer song or no? Um, I mean, I've done it before. Like, I have long songs, but I think that shit is just like OD sometimes because it's just like. I just use songs to like, I just be wanting to talk about something I did sometimes. And sometimes like, I feel like I'm dragging it if I like mm. do another verse. I feel like I'm dragging what I was just trying to get out into the world. I'm dragging. I don't want to go like more into it because sometimes it's just a quick idea I have. So I just want to rap about it for a minute and a half and then like go on to another song. Because like you think about it and people are like, oh man, they're so short. But like if you go to the club are they playing the whole three minutes of the song? That's they cutting true. off that last verse anyway. Yeah. So I'm just giving them the meat. Mm. Like, here, here's the song. Here's Dude, that's everything like, I want to say in it. That's literally the mindset of a journalist. Because like yeah. me, when I, when I speak to somebody, when I write something, I get straight to the point. That's all. And that's facts. Conditioned. Yeah, because people don't want fluff. Yeah. Like, people don't want extra fluff. So I don't like to add a lot of second verses to my songs because I already got the idea out in the first verse. I know yeah. what I wanted to say. It's funny that you said extra fluff. One of my mentors, um, shout out Vincent Davis. Um, he was also in the military. He was in the military for 20 years. Became yeah. a writer at 40. Now he's like 63. Been doing his thing for a minute. He's also going to be on the podcast. Um, right. But I remember he told me, um, when you write, you write to express, not to impress. Exactly. Like, and also think about, like, think about a, a plate of food. Uh-huh. You don't want that extra fat. Exactly. You don't, you don't need it. You cut it before you even start cooking. Exactly. So I was saying. like, damn. Once he put that into perspective, I'm like, holy shit. I applied that to writing. Yeah. And it's cool that you're applying it to your music. Yeah, exactly. That's how I do. So my EPs, I don't drop, e- like, I drop a lot of EPs, but they're not over two minutes. Yeah. And it, they'll still be four songs, but it'll be like a minute and a half song. And then I just want to go to the next one. It's like, okay, I did something else yesterday too. So it's like, I'll talk about that now. What's the best advice someone had gave you in this business? Um... Tory Lanez told me that you have to put in 10,000 hours of anything to master it. So you got to work at it like every single day, like it's your nine to five. And when he told me that, I put a lot into perspective because that was somebody whose music I listened to. And so the fact that he was like, you really got to do it like every day. And he was like, it'll work eventually, but you just, you got to keep doing it. Holy and that shit. always stuck with me. Damn. When did this conversation happen? Um, This was like, this was a while ago. It was probably like, Four years ago or something, four or five oh, years wow. ago. Yeah. Dang, so. Yeah, I've been putting in them hours. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, that was literally the day I was like, okay, that's when I'm going to start doing it. And that's really? when I started glowing up. Yeah. Holy shit, man. That's the day yeah, I really it's started. Been four years? Yeah. Since you started this journey. That's the day I really started glowing up. Wow. Um, is there a certain, because um, he said that one song that blew up when you're in your dorm. Is there like yeah. a, is there another song, you know, at any point after that where you just went to like this other level? Yeah, I have a lot of songs that do that. It's normally the videos that do it. It's not the really videos. the songs. Um, after that, I dropped the song called Caitlyn Jenner, and I shot the video myself. And it, oh, it was when you had the doll? Yeah, when I had the blow-up doll. Yeah. That's when like people really started like taking me serious and stuff. And then after that, I did Mobbing, and that's still like the one that like really got a lot of attention. I think that got a, a lot of <laughs> views on Twitter. And then the last one I put out. Yeah, that one's, cell phones. Dude, yeah. that one's still... Yeah. People are, like, retweeting That like kind of changed stuff a little bit, too. So How so? Um, I don't know. Every time I drop, I think people, like, pay attention to me more. And yeah. they, like, they care more. And my streaming numbers go up. And, like, my interactions on the internet go up. And, like, yeah. I start to book more shows. Like, every time I drop a video, which is why I drop a lot of videos. Oh, man. 
Um, what kind of pro- how does that process go? Start as far as shooting a video. Um, I just hit up my one of my well, I listen to the song and then I normally think of a cool idea, and then I hit up a videographer and one of my homeboys, and we'll all just like kind of bounce ideas off each other for a while, and yeah. then once we got it figured out, we'll just shoot it. Um, you said a lot of it's based off of your life. Yeah. Um, what happened for you to make the two cell phone song? <sighs> I'm trying to think when I made that. I make because I make so much music, so sometimes yeah. I don't really think of it because like I really make my songs in like 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't even think nothing happened. It was just like me just on some like regular, just bragging kind of <laughs> shit, just bragging. And so like I was just on some regular talking about regular stuff like two cell phones, only one got a case, like. My phone had really broken. I had got a new phone, and one of them had a case on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally just said it. And then in the verse, I was just rapping about different things that's happened. Okay. And that was it. Yeah. Dude, that's funny. Yeah, I was watching the video, and it, dude, it, it blew up. I remember as soon as you posted it, it just yeah. got all this traction. Yeah, people people really gravitated to it pretty fast. Um, does that affect you moving forward, or is that something like, oh, that's, that's great, but I'm still going to keep? Yeah, I... Don't even really look at my streaming numbers or anything because yeah. I know I will get distracted by it if I pay attention to it. So I mean, I think it's cool. Like I check like periodically. I'll see like, oh, how many does it have? Like, let me promote it a little bit. But I don't really like care how many it gets because I'm already like when I drop a video, I already got the other one ready. So I'm oh, wow. always thinking about the next one. So what's next? Blade on Thursday. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Is there a certain time you're gonna drop it? Uh, I don't know, probably like, probably like seven or eight, I don't know, when, okay. when all the thoughts are home, and all the strippers <laughs> are getting, when all the strippers are getting ready for work at around eight, that's normally, normally when I'll drop it. Um, did you ever get a lot of backlash for just being unfiltered or no? Yeah, all the time, but like, I don't care, cause it's like, are you gonna get my password and like delete the tweets are you gonna like really care because when i see people tweet dumb stuff yeah i don't care about it in my regular life because like twitter's not really real to me yeah like i just go on about my day like i'm like i don't care and so the fact that people do care i think it's funny and that makes me just want to say more stuff because it's like man i'm really living rent free in your brain that's crazy <laughs> i'm with it like i'm all with it <laughs> Are there any um, your favorite artists that you work with? I always see you with this one guy. He's always like dressed really nice. AQ, yeah, he's dope. He's cool. He makes really good music. Uh, Dingo Johnson, he Who makes that cool guy? music. That's my boy. That's my oh, guy. He's, he's another guy that I see on Twitter. That is my guy. Yeah, he makes he makes really good music too. We have a lot of songs. Someone was telling me a story about some guy who had a I don't know if it's him, but he had like a fake. Someone had a fake. Uh, MTV or like an, like an old school MTV. Yeah, that was us, yeah. <laughs> so what, that was what, us. Can you tell me that story? Um, <laughs> we have uh, we have a homeboy named Andrew, and he's a videographer. And me and Dingo just like to troll people, <laughs> and so he was like, all of us like to troll. And so one day we were like, hey, here, let's get a microphone and put MTV on it and go around South by Southwest and just enter people and see if we can get into stuff. <laughs> and so we were doing it all day and we were interviewing like hella rappers. And then <laughs> Cole Bennett had a lyrical lemonade show and you needed a wristband to get in. Like we didn't have no wristbands. So we were like, all right, bro, here's what you're going to do. We're just going to act like we got to interview Cole Bennett. We're going to do an interview with him and we're just going to stay in the show and we're just going to get connected. <laughs> And I was like, shit, bet, give me the mic. So I got the mic. 
we go to the door and like you just got to be mad confident and act like you in a rush all the time and normally that like if you black that works (laughs) so i was just like i was like yo aj bray i'm with mtv news we're here to interview cole bennett and they're like aj bray mtv news they're like who are you and well we got the mic so people are like believing and they're like what dumbasses are gonna walk around with a fake mic and say they're MTV? And we had badges too. Yeah. Like we made fake badges like ten minutes before. Oh my god! At like the FedEx store on Sixth Street, like we just made some <laughs> fake badges, printed them out, and put it around our neck. And then after like ten minutes, they were like, "All right, we're gonna get them." And so they was like, they sent somebody to go back get Cole Bennett, and then they let us in. And then I just did a whole interview with them, and. Then he tweeted that night, like, yo, I was just on MTV, like, like my dreams are coming true, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. And then we just stayed in that show the rest of the night, and we were just chilling. Oh, my and, God. And that was that. But yeah, that was us. Because <laughs> <laughs> I heard his, his account got deleted because of that. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if it did. I don't want any responsibility for that. Oh, my God. Well, that's dude. tight well, not, if it did. Not Cole, like, someone that interviewed. Like, oh, yeah, Dingo. Yeah, Dingo's. Yeah, he got suspended. Not for that, though. He oh, okay. just tweets random stuff. I'm surprised I haven't been suspended yet, but I kind of control myself. It's normally not too vulgar or anything. Yeah. Oh, if that does happen, uh, will you be discouraged or no? It's just going to be like, you know what? I'm still going to have you know this following. You know, I would be kind of discouraged, which is why I don't get too wild. I'm still very conscious of what I tweet, even though sometimes, yeah. like sometimes I'll delete a tweet or I'll, even before I press send, I'll be like, nah, it's a little too much. Yeah. And so I'm very conscious of that. So I don't think that would happen, knock on wood. Yeah. But like, it would be, it would be upsetting because like all my videos are on there. I drop my videos on there. I know a lot of people on there, but at the same time, like. I feel like, like I said, the people that are going to fuck with you are going to fuck with you. Yeah. And so even if I don't have a Twitter, the people that still fuck with me are going to listen to my music. So I like really don't care. That's dope, man. Yeah. I still have Instagram. I still have Pornhub. Still got everything else. You got Pornhub? Yeah. I'm on Pornhub too. Verify. Look me up. What the yes, fuck? Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> everything on lock. It's a business. He's on Pornhub. Holy shit. Promise you, look Damn. it up right now. AJ Bray, my music videos will pop up. Oh my god! From a verified AJ Bray account. Um, is that just how, how do you how do you teach yourself like in marketing? Is it just something you just do? Um, I think it's just kind of natural. Like I've yeah. always picked up. My dad's like kind of like that too. My dad's like a hustler, bro. So like he's always kind of just like put me on game growing up, and then like. I don't know. I feel like a lot of it just comes really natural. Like, I'd be on Pornhub. So, like, <laughs> if I saw a cool rapper on Pornhub, I would think it's the coolest thing ever. Shit, so, dude. I just put it on there because I was like, man, if I was somebody else and I saw this, I would definitely, like, I would definitely fuck with them for having their shit on Pornhub. Are there, like, weirdos in the comments? Yeah, sometimes, but, like, it's part of it. Yeah. There's weirdos in my comments on Twitter. Like, it's going to be weirdos everywhere. That's why I don't discriminate. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> I don't care. I want all of the fans. I don't care your ethnicity or sexual orientation. Like, I don't care. Just if you fuck with my music, I fuck with you off top. Um, how, how do you how do you become that kind of person? Because I know a lot of people who grew up, you know, very faithful. They're kind of. Yeah. I think my parents kind of just instilled that in me to, okay. like, be a decent person. Like, yeah. God, like, I do believe in God. Like, I'm very, like, spiritual in a sense. So, yeah. like, I think between god and my family like i'm just not a dumbass so i kind of like kind of go with the flow but i kind of also know how to maneuver yeah and i've like i just always kind of been like that naturally has there been a moment either on twitter or through your music where it was like 
damn, like, I kind of, because you say you're very conscious yeah. about how you, you maneuver and how you make, uh, how you put stuff out. Has it been a moment where you, you kind of like second guess yourself a bit or no? Um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll just have, sometimes I'll have people like hit me up and they'll be like, yo, I was very offended by what you said on your song, or I was very offended by like what you said on Twitter. And like, yeah, that'll make me sometimes like reevaluate myself and be mm-hmm. like, damn, did I go too far? But like, I don't know. I can also tell if somebody's just like being extra for no reason and they kind of just want a conversation. Yeah. And so... It happens sometimes, but it doesn't, like, obviously it doesn't happen enough for me to stop, so. Mm, okay. <laughs> so, like, no, nah, not not too much. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people, they put in a lot of stock on either cancel culture or just people who. Yeah, for no reason. Like, well, I, it's like, the reason I don't like cancel culture is because I don't think people are consistent with it. Mm. And that's my biggest issue. Like, Same here. If you say, okay, we're not going to eat at chick-fil-a because they support trump it's like okay then you shouldn't go to walmart either because i'm sure the owners of walmart probably support trump too like it's like you can cancel people all you want but at the end of the day like the manufacturers of a knife exactly like at the end of the day people are normally either canceling one because it's trendy yeah two because they feel guilty or three just because like I don't know. I, I just think people like to hop on bandwagons and like seem all high and mighty, especially on social media. Yeah. Because a lot of times, even those people that are saying they're not eating at Chick-fil-A on Twitter, they're eating at Chick-fil-A that, when nobody's watching. <laughs> that Russell Westbrook. Like, I know they are. Like, on the like, yeah. Like, you telling me if you have like, like, there's nothing else open except Chick-fil-A, which would probably never happen. But like, yeah. if you were put in that situation, you say, no, I'm going to go home and give me some ramen today. I don't want that number three, bro. Like, no, like <laughs> people be lying, and so that's why I don't support cancel culture. Mm, that's but crazy. some people do deserve to be canceled. Yeah, I just like when it's not trendy. Um, who do you believe needs to be canceled? Um, a lot of people. Not even on some just like terrible stuff. Like, of course, R. Kelly needs to be canceled. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Of course, Bill Cosby needs to be canceled. But like, Michael Jackson needs to be canceled too. But nobody's gonna cancel Michael Jackson because he got talent. That's why. That's what I say. Nobody. If you have enough talent, you surpass cancel culture. The reason that it didn't work for Bill Cosby is because he's too old. Yeah. So people didn't really like people our age group, who is the people doing the canceling. Yeah. They don't really like. And we're the only people canceling them because adults not canceling them because like if I tell my mom right now like oh we got to cancel R Kelly she's gonna be like I've been knew R Kelly was a creep since when he was dating Aaliyah like this is we've been had that conversation so for young people because it's trendy to cancel people everybody wants to cancel R Kelly but it's like like and Bill Cosby but like he Bill Cosby doesn't transcend with our generation yeah Chris Brown. Everybody canceled him for a minute, and then he started dropping hot shit again, and he acted like he was Michael Jackson on stage, and everybody got back with him, and it's cool again, and then, like, that's why I say it's trendy, because he's not canceled no more, and, like, everybody hated Chris Brown for a minute. There's still a few people that do, but for the most part, Chris Brown's still going to be at the Grammys. Chris Brown's still rich. He's still going to be on the cover of these national magazines. They did a video with Drake. Exactly, and it it did crazy numbers, blew everybody out the water, so... All I'm saying is if we gonna cancel them, we gotta cancel Michael Jackson too. Cause like he was like, no matter what, even though he's not guilty, he was sleeping in the bed with like a ten year old boy. I don't have no business doing that. Like I, I have no and I think anybody that does needs to reevaluate their life. <laughs> and so I feel like if we gonna cancel everybody, we gotta get Michael Jackson out of here too. Oh man. Um 
Damn, I like that. <laughs> He's like I said, he says a lot of things that that I that I feel because. Remember, um, John Michael and I were talking about episode two. Um, he's like, he's like, where are the lines? Like, he's like, he's, he's like, where's the threshold? Yeah, where you you cancel somebody where you don't, or it's how much talent they have. That's yeah. the threshold. It, However it really, talented it you really are, boils down to how that. many people support your art? That's what it comes down to. Like everybody who supported Bill Cosby died. That's why it took this long for him to get canceled. Because <laughs> all the people that did support him and weren't gonna cancel him died because they were old. Because he's like eighty years old, and so there's nobody left that he really like did anything for for the most part. And the ones that are still alive are not canceling because they not on Twitter because they sixty years old, like my grandma. <laughs> like that's really how it is. <laughs> <laughs> she's here out here eating pudding pops that's <laughs> what i'm saying and even she cancels him but like she don't have no twitter so how is she gonna cancel him like from her house when nobody like you can't cancel nobody if there's nobody to know that you cancel somebody so it doesn't matter so that's why he got canceled in 2019 it wasn't because they found any new facts about the cases like no it's just because like nobody cares about him no more so it's like they cancel this nigga bro he did some bad shit but the cosby show i've seen all of them bro it's not fire no more like like vanessa gets drunk we've all seen that episode like it's <laughs> over did you ever watch the cosby's albert uh a couple episodes not, I haven't seen like a full season. There. See, that's what I'm saying. Me like, either, dude. but if you exactly, I was a, I was a fresh prince exactly. Kid. But if you hit up anybody forty or above, and you say, "Have you seen the like the thirty or above?" and you say, "Have you seen every episode of the Cosby Show?" and they all gonna say yes. Yeah, and that's that's the difference. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> put in pops. Yeah, one of my homies can do a really good uh, <laughs> impression of. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there is there any issue right now that, that you're passionate about? Any issue I'm passionate about in regards to what? Just in anything, because since you're into history, you're in. I mean, there's a lot of issues. History's writing itself um, as we speak. That's facts. I don't really get too pressed on like political issues and yeah. stuff. Like I feel like you just gotta vote, and like what's gonna happen is happen. Like if you want to vote, cool. And like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. I feel like there's. Not too much of a point of trying to sway people one way or the other because, like, most people are set on what they're going to believe. There's a very few people who are in the middle about stuff. Yeah. And so, like, I don't really, like, have issues like that that I have, like, yeah. a serious passion about. Like, shit is fucked up. We all know that. Do you think a lot of people waste their time trying to sway people because you're a person who obviously values your time because yeah. of what Tory Lane said to invest your time into whatever yeah. it is you're passionate about? Um, do you think a lot of people invest too much time into? I don't sway? think you can tell people what like what they invest too much time in, but yeah. it's because like everybody has different bags. Like mm, maybe some people's bag is to sway everybody to believe one thing. That's just not my bag. So yeah. like I stay in my bag. I I'm passionate about the things I'm passionate about, and then like if you feel another way or have another passion, that's cool. Like that's how it's supposed to be. Um, is there anything else that you're passionate about other than music? Clothes. Clothes. Yeah, fashion. I think clothes and fashion are really cool. I care about that more than music. Like, oh, for that's real? Cool. Yeah, I tell people all the time, like, I wish I could just do fashion full time. It'll, like, just be on Instagram and just post fit pics. But, like, I know music is the way to get me to a lot of people more so than posting cool pictures because I'm good at it. So yeah. I just make music and, and do all that. But once I can be fully into fashion, psh, 
I'll make music for fun sometimes. He's but gonna like, hop I'll, in his fashion I'll bag. I'll be pressed. Yeah, like, I, I won't be pressed about it. Hop in his ASAP Rocky bag. That's what quick. I'm saying, bro. Like, I don't be pressed about it, but I'm passionate about that. I like, um, trying to think what else I'm passionate about. Are there any, like, people out there in the fashion world that inspire you? Yeah, a lot of people inspire me. Like, a lot of random people on Instagram who oh, I just think dress cool inspire yeah. me. Um, I was going to say Ian Connor, but we just had the conversation on cancel culture. So it's probably, <laughs> that's probably not the best idea. But if it if we didn't just have that conversation, I would say Ian Connor inspires me fashion wise. Um, and anybody that can dress like sometimes even people that aren't into fashion yeah. can inspire my fashion. Like It just depends. I'll watch an old movie and I'll see something. I'd be like Seth Rogen and super bad. Like he looked cool. Like Tony Montana and Scarface. Like it's not a fashion movie, but he looks really cool to me. And I try to dress like him sometimes. Bro, people were saying I look like fucking Scarface and Al Pacino. I went to the, <laughs> the scholarship. That's fire. I went to the scholarship gala and I wore. Um, I was helping out my bosses because they're the ones who do the whole, the whole gala. And so yeah, it's, they have like all these recipients for a journalism scholarship. So they gave me money years ago. So I was like, fire. You know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna help you all out. Yeah. So I was I take some of this clout. Exactly, and then I was controlling the lights and shit, which is a hard fucking job. But that was easy. That, that yeah, was hard. So I used to do that shit in high school. Oh my god! It's I used to do that worst. for like the band people yeah. like in middle school. I used to like control the lights and the sound, <laughs> or for for like the theater people when they were doing a play. Yeah, I like turn the lights down and stuff. Dude, that's so funny. So I did that right, and my my boss was like, "Hey, dress comfortably. Uh, as far as your your footwear goes, you can be standing a lot." So I had my dress shoes in my bag. Because you know what? I'm wearing my French Navy suit, yeah. no tie. Yeah, it's gonna be buttoned up, like yeah, it's gonna be buttoned all the way. It's gonna be open. I'm gonna have my my little gold chain showing. Yes, and I wore all red Harachis. Ooh, Tony Montana mode. Yeah. Everyone was like, "You look like a uh, fucking the next cartel leader." That's I was fire. Like, right? That's the best compliment you can get. That shit fire. I, I like stuff that can pop. Like, Hell yeah! I used to be a very matchy kid. I don't know who you yeah. were like growing up. I used to be very matchy. Yeah, but. Maybe the last three, I wore four a years. lot of South Pole. My mom dressed me for a while. I'm not even gonna lie. Like hey, my mom would pick out my clothes. Like I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to, I wanted South Pole a lot. Yeah, South Pole was fire. I would wear like hella South Pole were like a, every day. Were you a Polo boots kid? <laughs> no, I never had Polo. I'm right of Jared Polo boots. Nope. Damn. What I the fuck? Damn. I'm trying to think. I wore Lugs. Like, oh, bags. I wore like Air Force Ones. Like that's all my mom would buy me for the most part. Like that was my bag because like it didn't go with everything. So she would just get me like hella Air Force Ones, and I would be cool with it. What was your favorite pair of Air Force Ones? Just regular white ones, like all white Air Force Ones, like low tops, high tops, mid tops. I had all of them. I know I had some high top ones, some all white ones. Yeah, Man, I regretted it because I wanted. After looking at some low tops, I'm like, damn, those low tops. Nah, them low tops. I got the high tops now, and I was like, man, I got to get some lows. Like, I had the lows in a minute. Is there anything, is there some, like, you you thought you were, like, super fresh, and then you look back, and you're like, god damn, what the fuck was I Yeah, wearing? bro. All my outfits are like that. Like, I'm constantly evolving with fashion, just like music. Like, yeah, I can make a song a week ago and not like it in oh, seven shit. days. And, like, I had already put it out, and I'm like, damn, like, I don't even like that song anymore. And that's the same thing with clothes. Like, sometimes I'll put an outfit on, and it'll be cool that day, and then I'll look back a week later and be like, man, I don't even like that no more. <laughs> that's why I'm constantly evolving, because it's like, I don't know, my opinion be changing over time. What was the last time you repeated an outfit? I repeated an outfit. Um, trying to think. I try not to repeat outfits like that, but I do it all the time. Yeah. So, probably, like... 
Reese, it depends how much of the outfit. Like, it depends what kind of outfit. Because yeah. if it's something like this outfit, like, I could repeat this. Because I just got on some jeans and a t-shirt. Like, yeah. I would repeat this in, like, a week. But, like, if it's, like, a fit fit, it's, like, a show where I post it on Instagram, I'll never repeat that fit again. Oh, yeah, Once I, I wear it on Instagram, I never wear it again. That's how I am. Like, on if I won't repost it on Instagram. So, like, this, I haven't worn this since fucking February. Yeah. But, like, I won't post another picture in this. For like another year. Exactly, so. and then it, like, it would be too far. I can't, and if it's my Avi, you never gonna see me in that again. Once <laughs> I make it my Avi, you'll never see that outfit again. Cause it's like, man, I've like, I just don't want to go in public, and the niggas <laughs> like, I know you from Twitter, cause you was wearing that oh, same no. shit in your Avi. That is my worst fear. <laughs> That's things I'm passionate about. Somebody not being able to say you were wearing that in your Avi. Damn. So if you see me in that shirt, I'll never wear that hoe again. <laughs> I will give it away. I don't care. I don't want it anymore. Do you do you thrift a lot? Yes, I shop a lot. Not even just thrift, like regular shop, thrift, all of that. Like I go to the Vaulty damn near every ten dollar sale just Bruh. to get like last time I went, I got two bags and I got twenty one t shirts. Like Holy that's why I don't have shit. to like that's why I don't have to wear outfits again for the most part because I have so many yeah. clothes and I just stack up clothes and like I don't I don't grow so it's like <laughs> it's not like I'm my size is like changing so I just keep buying clothes and like I don't give them away. Oh wow! Like some of them I give them away, but for the most part I keep most of my clothes. That's how I am. And so, do you ever look at something in your in your closet that you haven't worn, but you're like, I'm gonna wear this someday, and you yeah. still haven't worn it yet? Yeah, or stuff I've never seen. Sometimes I go in my closet and I say, I don't remember buying this. Like. I don't know how this got here. Like that happens <laughs> to me all the time. Like who put this here? <laughs> who, who like put this like, in my closet? Which one of you queens left this hoe in my oh closet? Oh my god! <laughs> like what? They're not. They're not even taking your shit. They're leaving. Not it there. big fat. Both has happened before, and it be making me mad. Like if you gonna leave me something, you gotta leave a fire, John. They be living like ugly ass shirts. I don't even be wanting. I be mad. Are you very like as far as your? Like the women that you're involved with, <laughs> I know I am, and I and I and I, I I have the last girl I dated. She was a fantastic dresser. Yeah, but every girl before her, they were just basic as fuck. Yeah, um, are you very picky? About I'm not that? even going on a date with a girl if she can't dress. I feel like mm, okay, how you dress is so important to me. Not even in dating, but just in like regular life. Because for me, it's like how I express myself, and yeah. I feel like you can tell a lot about a person. Like by the way they dress, and a lot of people talk about first impressions, and they they act like the first words is what makes the first impression, but no, it's like the first time you see them. Yeah, and visually. the first thing you see is what are y'all wearing, mm. and so like I take that into consideration for sure. Is there anything like trendy that you see that's just tacky as fuck? Um, a lot of stuff. Like I don't know. It's not even a lot of times the pieces. It's just the colors. Colors will get real trendy for a while. Like yeah. Like, that neon green, like, all the girls, like, started wearing that this summer. And so, it just, like, got really trendy. And so, sometimes it's not even the pieces themselves, but it's, mm. like, everything will just be the same color. And it's, like, this would be dope if it was maybe a different color. Yeah. Yeah. Is there so a I certain, like, color, like, a colorway that you just, it, it delivers every time for you? Um, I feel like all black. Same here. So for all me, black, yeah. I'm, I'm an all black. I'll wear all black, and then I'll have like shoes that just pop. Like so, I'll be like, yeah, all exactly. red shoes or like white shoes. Yeah, exactly. And it just depends what kind of mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm in a mood where it's like I want to wear all black today. Like I'm on my emo shit, bro. Like I'm listening to Paramore today. Oh playing shit, white tees. I'm on my emo. 
Like, they're not even emo, but they get me in my emo phase because they're emo for me. Yeah. And so it's like, I'll be wearing all black them days. So, yeah, definitely. Dude, all black is fresh, man. Like, it is. All black, you can't go wrong. Like, you yeah. can go wrong with any other color, but you can't go wrong with all black. Yeah. Even all white don't look right sometimes. Oh, my God. But all black, you can never go wrong. The worst that could happen is just you're going to look like you're going to a funeral. But even if you are, you're going to look fresh at that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> so, all black every time. Um, Are you a suits person or no? Um, sometimes they're sometimes. kind of uncomfortable, but like, yeah, same here. Like I said, it depends on my mood. Sometimes I have days where it's like I feel like wearing a suit today, or if I'm going somewhere special, I'm I'm quick to throw on a suit. Like, if I feel like something special enough, since I don't do it often, yeah. Like, if there's something where I could do it and not look like a fucking FBI agent, I'll for sure <laughs> throw on a suit. No cap. <laughs> He's a narc. Get yeah, I'm not trying to look like the feds, bro. <laughs> but I like suits. I wore one like in my video that's about to come out. Like, yeah. It's kind of like a suit, like a sports coat. Like I went to a wedding. Like a lot of times I don't wear full ass suits, but I wear like a sports coat and then, like a t shirt underneath and some jeans. Like I'm a R and B singer or something like that. <laughs> like I'm Jodeci. But yeah, sometimes it just depends on my mood. Okay. Are uh, you talking about getting in your emo face? Um, yeah. Does that influence your music? Yeah. Awesome. I like Paramore a lot. Like they're really cool. Like the I whole thing, Haley Williams is dope dude. as fuck. Like so, yeah, they definitely influenced me. I feel like when it comes to melodies and just hopping on a beat. But my gripe with a lot of rock music is that that shit is the songs are so long. Yeah. They be like four and a half minutes, and that's why I can't listen to that shit all day. Cause it's like, bruh. You could have said all of this in a minute and a half. <laughs> That's why every song I do, I just be trying to be like, okay, hook, verse, hook, on to the next one. And that's mm-hmm. how I can go to the studio and I can make eight songs in two hours because yeah. it's like they're a minute and a half. And like sometimes they'll be fully written so it goes by quick or sometimes I just freestyle it in one take. And so like either way it's quick. So that's definitely a formula that you don't see yourself shying away from. What? That Short formula. songs? Yeah. Um, when I'm getting paid enough to like make longer songs and like <laughs> albums. Like people go. ask me all the time, like, when are you gonna make an album? Like when millions of people wanna hear an album, not when like four and five people wanna hear an album. Yeah. Uh, like that doesn't make sense. That's a waste of my time. I could have dropped eight four song projects and did videos to all of them. Cause like in like I feel like even though I don't drop like albums with like 15 songs on them like some people do, I still give the same amount of music, if not more, because I'm dropping four songs once a month. Yeah. Like if I do that for the whole year, that's what, 48 songs? Damn. Most people's albums are 15 songs and they're dropping one a year. Yeah. So me not dropping long projects and short songs, I'm still dropping more content, mm-hmm. which is all I care about. You ever fear of... Because you said a lot of your stuff early on, as when you were um, in college, it was kind of yeah. samey. Um, you ever fear like, oh man, like this kind of sounds like a project I did a couple months ago. Yeah, all the time, all the time. But like, I make so many songs that like it doesn't matter. Because like, even though, like I say, even if I drop forty eight songs within a year. Yeah. I've made a thousand. So it's like I'm only picking 48 of them. Like I go to the studio all the time yeah. and I'll be like, okay, I have two hours. I'm going to make an EP today. And so I'll make eight songs, but only four of them are ever going to go out to the world. Mm. So like I just make a lot of songs and pick the ones I really like. How do you decide that? Um, If I have it on repeat the next day after I record it. Mm. 
if I want to hear it and I put it on repeat and I'm like, nah, this is like, this is crazy. That's how I know. And then if I don't go back to it, I'm like, that wasn't the one. Mm, okay. Um, I always ask people this. Um, what was the first project you ever bought? Like the first CD? That first, I ever bought? Yeah. Or um, digital download, whatever. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like it was... His was Metallica. Yeah. My first CD was Baja Man. Shout out Baja Man. I think mine was Soldier Boy, bro. Oh, for real? That was the one, the joint Kiss Me Through the Phone was on. Yeah. Yeah. I was like the first one I bought myself. I was like, mom, can we go to the store so I can get this? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I think the first hip-hop project I purchased was the graduation. So it was pretty much the same year. Yeah. Graduation's tight. I had heard projects before that, of course, but like, that was the first one I was like, mom, like, I want to go get this CD. It's coming out. You know, on Tuesday, because that's yeah. when they used to come out. It's coming out on Tuesday. What's that feeling like, just buying a- It's fine. Like, I wish you could still get that feeling, but you can't anymore, because streaming. Yeah. But I think the first listen to a project is always the most fire, because it's like, it's all new to you. Like, that's such a crazy feeling to me. That's why I like making music, because I want mine to give somebody the feeling I get when I listen to, like, people mm. I listen to the first time. I hear a project, like, damn, like, I wonder what they're going to say on this. Yeah. Like, I wonder what the beat's going to sound like. Like, that's the stuff I be thinking about. Soldier Boy had that mentality of just like he, he was a hustler. Soldier Boy is where I got everything when it comes to business. Yeah. I got all my business from Soldier Boy and Lil B. Okay. Yeah. When it comes to just like dropping hella music, doing hella videos, and being on social media, I learned from them too. Um, when he did that whole press tour earlier yeah, this year, exactly. That actually made me appreciate him. That's what I'm saying. I was like, oh my god, this is like, the first time a lot of people realized like. Wow, Soldier Boy was like the first one of everybody that did it like this. He put a whole video streaming service on the map. Yeah, like everything. It's incredible. Everything that's going on in hip hop is a lot of a lot of ways credited to Soldier Boy in this current generation. Yeah, like just rapping on the internet wasn't a thing before Soldier Boy. Like people were still handing out physical CDs. If you go to South by this year, some people will still be handing out physical CDs, Damn. and it's like, bro, you behind. Yeah. The time, they're like, I don't know why you're doing that. But, but like, <laughs> yeah, but like he was the first one. And being on social media, like I remember being on MySpace and seeing Soldier Boy and people putting SODMG like in their name. That was like a MySpace thing. Like that's so common now. But like when Soldier Boy was doing it, he was the only one doing it. How many hours did you spend on your layout? What so many? I'd be on there for <laughs> days getting my it was my layout, my uh my songs. I had to get my playlist perfect, my top friends. Like I've always been a Mac. So if I'm talking to a shorty, I put her, I would put her like fourth. So I put my sister first, mm-hmm. put my auntie second, and I put the shorty I was talking to after that. It's like on my spot. I've been <laughs> on there for hours. I, I, I had a top four as well. Yeah, it was always it was my cousin, it was like my brother. Yeah, my friend, my friend, and then it was it was yeah. It had to be. I a, took that nigga Tom off. I was like, bro, I got too much clout for you to be in this dusty ass <laughs> white t shirt on my leg. You have to change shirts, Tom. Like I'm not <laughs> fucking with it. And so yeah, I was like, I was on my space every day. I went to Tumblr after that. That's how a lot of people started fucking with me rapping. Like Tumblr. Oh shit. Yeah. I was on Tumblr real heavy. I got on Tumblr in twenty twelve. I could not understand that hope. Like, yeah. It's just like MySpace. It's just like with just pictures and gifts and shit. And porn. Yeah, and porn is hella porn on hey, there, bro. What do you think about them filtering it now? I think that's whack, bro. Like that's part of it is like the porn. Like that's what a lot of people was on there for because you could do shit on there you couldn't do on every other site. Yeah. Like a lot of that stuff you could post on there, you couldn't post on Facebook, you couldn't yeah. post on MySpace, you couldn't post on Twitter. And so like Tumblr was like the the anarchist of the group. And so like since they censored it, I'm like, bro, like everybody gonna stop fucking with you now. Yeah. Cause that's what happens even with artists. Like 
if you ever notice when artists get their life on track, a lot of people stop fucking with them. Like when artists stop when they start acting right, like let Future say that he not doing drugs and he Oh my god. Like even when he did say that, a lot of people like kinda started not fucking with him. But let Future <laughs> say like, oh, women's rights, blah blah blah. People gonna be like, What future on some women's <laughs> rights shit? I don't even want to listen to him no more. <laughs> I okay. want toxic future. That's what I'm saying. That's that's exactly what people would say is I want toxic future. If he dropped something today that was empowering women. And so a lot of times when you start getting stuff right, that's when people stop fucking with you. It's people like controversy. Do you think it's important to have to figure out who you are as an artist early on? Or like figure out like No, I don't think it's important. Okay. Like I think you should just like Just evolve. Yeah, I think it should just be natural. I think a lot of times when people focus on figuring themselves out as an artist, that's when they start faking it. Because mm. they're like, let me put what I think I should be as an artist together. Yeah. And then boom, that's me. And so, like, I would tell anyone not to put too much focus on it. Just, like, make music and eventually, like, it'll start sounding good if you're good at it. Damn. Um, where are you going to perform at next? Uh, I got a show October 19th at the, I don't even remember what it's called. It's a lounge, like, the AV Lounge, I think it's called. I'm headlining that. My boy Dingo's on there and a bunch of other people. Oh, nice. Um, I don't know. I normally book shows, like three days before they have in a lot of times yeah. <laughs> so like people would just be like hey you want to perform here I'd be like, okay cool do you think it's better that way or do you think it's better to have it like down the road i like to go with the flow mm. i like to not really plan too much because like i overthink a lot so if i know i have a show i'm gonna be thinking about it and overthinking so i like when it's just like hey three days this weekend come perform and i'm like okay cool i only got three days to think about it do you work better under pressure um i don't that's hard when it comes to music because I don't really ever feel like I'm ever under pressure when it comes to music. Yeah. But I guess with other stuff, I guess sometimes, but I try not to have to be like that because I don't want to put myself in a stressful situation just because I know I'll do better. Yeah. I just try to do it good from the beginning. No, there you go. Cool. Yeah, but with music, I don't really like, that's not pressure. Like, it's just a fun hobby that I I like to do. Um. Have you seen any of your favorite artists perform? You saw my little beat. Yeah, I saw before. Young Thug for the first time at Astro World. Oh that shit! It was crazy. Like I fuck with Young Thug, so that was my first time seeing him, and I liked him for all these years. So I saw him perform. I saw Larry June perform live. That was actually how I heard of him. I saw him live. I didn't know who he was on the flyer, and then I saw him, and then I was like, "No, this is like the best nigga ever." That's how I felt when I saw Maxwell Cream perform. At Maxwell Cream, yeah, bro, Maxwell is incredible. Yeah, I saw Maxwell him perform fine. at Malaluna. And everyone was getting hype. I'm like, who is this yeah. guy? They're like, that's Max O'Cream. He's from Houston. I yeah. Like, I still don't know who he is, but so I started, because I was shooting photos for Malaluna that, yeah, yeah. Um, that weekend, and I was like, all right, cool. Shot some photos, and I was like, damn, this dude goes hard. And then Trey performed on the other stage, maybe yeah. like an hour later, and he brings Max on stage. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit, that's, that's the guy Houston from Connect. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. And Trey actually impressed me with his performance. Yeah, he's dope, too. Like, I was just like, oh, this... I listen to Trey. Trey's a dope rapper, yeah, but like he's kind of chill. Yeah, yeah, but man, like the first song he did was um, I think it was Great Cassette. And he, yeah, like, yeah. He leaped on the the speaker and he started yeah. rapping. I was like, oh shit! I was like, this guy can perform. Yeah, that's why I think performing is so important because like so many people will see me perform and they'll be like, I've heard your music before and I didn't really like it, but then when I saw you do it live, I was like, oh yeah, you the truth. So I think performing is so important. It is, man. It's so yeah, vital. It changes everything. Because oh, yeah. you can really like put your emotions into it and show them like, hey, this is the song I made. This is really how I feel about it. Um, if the opportunity presented itself, would you perform at a big venue or do you like more intimate? Yeah, I've done it before. Like I've done huge venues before. Yeah. It's cool. 
Um, but intimate ones are cool too. I like the big ones better because uh-huh. I can't see people. Okay. So I like what I don't really have to like focus on people like that because I don't overthink. Like it's you not as like nervous and stuff about it. You, it's not as much yeah. anxiety because you can't even see them. It's just like performing before a big glob. But then like the intimate ones. It's, it's rougher because you have to like really look people in the eye. But I kind of like that too because I think that's how you really get genuine fans. Yeah. Because I say a line, I just like, I'll be saying like all kinds of lines and I look at a person in there and they'll, they'll remember it forever. Like, yeah. I really do it with just girls. Like, if I say some freaky shit about girls, like, I'm going to look a girl in the eye when I say it. And I got a line, I got a line on uh, me and Dingo song that just came out. It's called Mr. Feeny. Uh-huh. And I said, I just lick my thumb and then I put it in her butt. When I perform it, I be looking at girls like that. I have no clue who they are. Dead ass in the eye when I say that. <laughs> I think it's just funny. That's just hilarious. Dude, I remember, uh, I think I saved the video on my phone. Oh, I did. I put it on Twitter when I first saw you perform. Uh, yeah. Little cut off jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my boy. Bro. Hey, he's a legend, bro. Bro, he's, he's all, a legend. Yeah. Nah, he, he's, a, he's a true rager. Like, he's uh, a rock star. Dude, That's I, the kind of people I fuck with. Just like rock stars that do what they want. Dude, I, uh, his energy was just fucking He's a fucking rock star. He's always dude. like that. He's a fucking rock star. Like, I, I wish I could have him at every one of my shows. Like, he's a rock star. <laughs> and he's into wrestling, just like me. And so it's like... You're into wrestling? Bro, that's my... Like, that was one of my passions, is wrestling. What the fuck? Yes, bro. Dude, like, this I've been whole comp- We could have started this pod with... No cap. I've been watching wrestling since I was a fucking kid. Like, WWF. Same. Like, and then my mom banned it for a little while because she heard cussing. Oh my god! And then she let me start watching it again. I started watching like Velocity or something when that still came on. Oh my Velocity! And then, yeah, and then like I got back into it, and then like my dad would even take me to like the events if they came to San Antonio. Oh shit! When I was a kid, yeah. Was really, we got our we got our sign on the TV one time uh-huh. at the it was the SBC Center back then. Shout out SBC. It was like, it was when uh this John Cena was still rapping. Oh, Thugonomic Cena, yeah. the best. So man. my pops he had made a sign and it said Run DM Cena. Oh, <laughs> and so we shit. held that hell and it was on TV and that was like the best moment of my life till then. It's still top five for sure. Oh my god! Yeah, I who love you, wrestling. Who are your top five wrestlers? Uh, Rey Mysterio. Okay, that was my favorite growing up. Now my favorite is Randy Orton. Like Randy Orton is like that's how I be feeling in rap. I be feeling like rap game Randy Orton because he's like just like a <laughs> punting total people. heel. Like he's total heel, Dude. and like he's out with it. But like you like him because because of that, and that's how I be feeling sometimes. I don't like face Randy Orton. Like face Randy. That's Orton. what I'm saying. It don't even work. Yeah, and that's how I feel. Like I feel like if I started like. It's like that future effect I was talking about. Like, if I started making songs, like, all these positive stuff and, like, uplift everybody in politics, like, I feel like people wouldn't fuck with me as much Cause anymore. Because it's not genuine and they can tell. So, I like Randy. I like Ray. I like HBK, Shawn Michaels. Oh, San Antonio, baby. Yeah, for sure. I fuck with Shawn Michaels. He went to my rival uh, high school. Yeah, he's, a, he's another military. Yeah, player. him. Uh, damn, I got so many in different phases. Stone Cold, for sure. Stone Cold's a motherfucking legend. And Jeff Hardy. Jeff rock Hardy? star. And then six man is uh, RVD. RVD, man. Yeah. That dude's always high. Yeah. Literally to... and figuratively, like, yeah. all senses, he's right? high. Oh, my God. That's why I Since fuck with RVD. Days. Yeah, I like all the heels, bro. Edge, like, heel bro, Edge. Bro, heel Edge is the greatest. Heel Chris Jericho, like. Oh, my God. Anybody heel, like, Trish Stratus, heel, five. I still oh, yeah. remember when she um, she turned on Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like she had, Christian. she had some legendary oh, moments. Like, what the People fuck? sleep on Trish Stratus, but she like when it comes to women, she probably like between her and China, they the best to do it. Oh man, China's the goat, it. man. Yeah, facts. Oh man, like my type five. Her sex tape five too. 
Oh, with the, ex- with the Xbox. No cap. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Paige's sex tape. Ooh, I heard that she was trash, bro. Bro, she has so, bro, she has like so many that leak. <laughs> Look, Albert's looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's said, let me put that in my notepad. I'm watching this whole lady. Go to, go to Celeb Jihad. Yes, sir. I've been on that whole. They be having the fappening leaks on there. I be Vanessa Hudgens leaks. I just <laughs> tweeted the other day that that was like the first nudes I ever nutted to in my life. <laughs> Shout out to Vanessa fucking Hudgens, bruh. Like, man, um, I feel like she took my virginity more than any girl. I have more of a connection to her. <laughs> Audrey Batoni took mine in middle oh, school. Oh shit! Damn, that shit kind of fodder. Like, facts. <laughs> she has the fakest tits in the world. No, that's facts. Because when I was a kid, bro, I wasn't even into that shit, bro. Like, yeah. my parents had me super Christian, so I didn't even start <laughs> busting us till late. And what I did, bro, when I started like really do, man, Vanessa Hudgens had me out of there, <laughs> out of there. <laughs> oh no shit! <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Uh, Jim, I can't think of my my top five. Would be definitely Shawn Michaels, Eddie Gu- Eddie Guerrero. Oh, legendary! Love Eddie Guerrero. Um, The Rock. I just yeah. I quote that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, legendary. Damn, what else could I think of? Chris Benoit. Fine. No, oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck Chris Benoit. <laughs> Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like it goes back to cancel culture. That's definitely someone to cancel Chris Benoit. Yeah, dude, he, he have to. He you have do to. have to cancel Chris Benoit. Yeah, you do. But like, if you notice, the WWE canceled him at first, and then when that new generation of wrestling fans came on, they put his shit right back on the site. Yeah, put his shit right back on YouTube because he had enough clout where it's like, okay, well, these you know these eight the people who is like five, six, seven when he did that, they they don't know that side, and yeah. so they just hear about it, and so they just they put all that stuff back because everybody chasing the bag regardless. I know, and that sucks because like he had a really great moment with Eddie Guerrero at WrestleMania. And what I'm saying, they're like hugging, and I'm like the confetti's falling. Exactly, that was so beautiful. Exactly, like, fuck man. But Paul yeah. Heyman did something like he did like a Q and A couple months ago, and they asked someone had asked him about Chris Benoit, and somebody had said, "My boy." And he was ha- like, "Fuck that shit." Paul Heyman just went off. Yeah, he's just like, "Whoever said my boy." Fuck you. Yeah. And he said... Because, I mean, he, asked, he did some, like, unforgivable shit. Yeah. No cap. He's like, you ask me about uh, Chris Benoit, the wrestler. He's like, top five wrestler of all time. And that's what I'm saying. And he's like, like, Chris Benoit, the human being, he's like, he's like, fuck him. He's like, exactly. only one person had a decision to, um, you know, t- you know, to stay alive. And yeah. it was him. And it was him. And his daughter, his son and his wife did not. And he's like, so fuck him. And, and that's like, how I feel about damn. Chris Benoit. I feel like as a person, he's of course a piece of shit. But like, yeah. as a wrestler, you can't take away what he did from wrestling. Yeah, he was. And that's how people feel with everything. Like, R. Kelly, piece of shit, but he made trapped in the closet. So it's yeah. like, that's how it is. That's well, I feel what I'm like saying. with Hogan, like, they counseled him at first and then now he's back. And I'm like. I feel like that happened with Hogan because like. To be completely honest, I feel like, because apparently he said, like, the N-word, he says some racist stuff. Yeah. But, like, behind closed doors, Vince McMahon probably does, too. Oh, yeah. So, they're going to cancel him well, for Well, he said it on TV. That's what I'm saying. And to, so, it's like... John Cena. That's what I'm saying. And so, it's like his boss is on the same shit. So, it's like he going to cancel him for a minute just so he don't get canceled because it's a brand. And yeah. then he going to bring him back because that's his homeboy. Like, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, he's know, he's the Michael Jackson of wrestling. Yeah, I'm so how you gonna really. cancel him? That's like music canceling Michael Jackson. It's not gonna happen. I know Hogan man. could do whatever. They not gonna cancel him. He got their biggest moments in history still today. Oh brother, brother, brother! Come brother. on, he one of the biggest celebrities. Yeah, like yeah. at one point he was one of the biggest celebrities in the world. Yeah, like still, my grandma know who Hulk Hogan is. 
So it's like he's he was in Rocky one. too. Exactly, he transcends past cancel culture because he did yeah. too much. And then watch when when yeah. people start dying, they gonna cancel him again. He gonna get a rape charge in like ten years from now <laughs> if he's still alive. That's true. That's true. Uh, is there a favorite wrestling moment that you have? Uh, man, I got so many. One is probably when Brock Lesnar F five Big Show in the ring broke. Oh shit! I thought that was like the Taz fucking cursed on TV. That's what I said. Like I He's thought like, that Holy was. Shit. I thought that was the craziest shit. And oh my then, uh, god, that's so funny. The Braun panties matches used to always be fire. I used to be so excited when I was a kid that them bitches came on. Do, do you like, remember yeah, when ECW sir. would do the did when Kelly Kelly would come out? And yeah, like, I'm gonna get that's what naked I'm saying, bro. They used to like really be busting it open. Like that's where the premium snappers originated from. It was them WWE. Divas, because they used to do some <laughs> foul stuff on national TV. Edge and Lita having sex. Yeah, bro. Like this was on TV, and it's like, oh bro, how? Like God. that would never happen now. Oh, I know. Never, 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 never. Now they they do like black and gray whenever there's blood involved. Bro, they don't even bleed. Like to me, that's an issue. Like I want to see blood on I the know. WWE, bro. Like what? I used to get so excited when they would bleed. That's part of it. I know. I still remember that one John Cena match. He was like drenched. Yeah, bro. He would just start pouring out. And that was like, that made the moment though. Favorite WWE theme song? Uh, oh man. There's a lot. Mine's, I say, mine's Triple H's. Like, yeah, bro, time that, to play the game. Bro, that goes hard. Even his older one, yeah. his other one um, with, with China. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, facts. It's my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I got two. I say one is Shane McMahon. Oh, that one Here comes hard. the money. And Randy Orton. Which one? I hear voices in my head. Uh, I, I like that one a lot. I, was, I actually like that one he's more. He's in his emo bag. <laughs> now, I like that one more than the old one, but I think... The last three years, I love the old one better. Cause, yeah. Because it just brings back memories. Yeah, it does. It's that nostalgia. Yeah. I sure. bought um, this old DVD from this wrestling store at Crossroads. Yeah. And it was WrestleMania 21 because that was the first pay-per-view that I saw from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Who was on that, that card? Uh, that's when Batista and John Cena both won the titles. Ooh, fine. So that was like a new generation. Yeah, that's people. when it like started. Started the First Money in the Bank match was there. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold was on there. He had like a moment with... He did I his return Ro- or something. It was like him and Roddy Roddy Piper. So he yeah. Him a stunner. Uh, so that was a cool moment for me. Legendary. And I was watching it back and... Uh, fuck, where was I going with this? I was watching it back. Oh, and I started to look into the storylines at the time. And um, apparently... Randy Orton was supposed to beat the streak. The Undertaker. They had it. Oh man! They had it booked, but apparently he did something Saturday night, and WWE got pissed. Yeah. So they changed the whole outcome of the match. Jeez. Sunday morning. Jeez. Oh, I know he was sick, bro. Bro, what the? <laughs> he fuck? woke up. And he had. It's like when you miss the WYD text, bro. I know. Oh, he was that's sick, the bro. fucking worst. That's how he felt, bro. Oh my like, god! Like you missed the you up. <laughs> oh my. That's how you know that. Like use out your bag. Like when you missed the you up text, and that's probably how he felt. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure that's how he felt. Hey, I'm like, bro, that he shit could give me because he was because Legend Killer Randy Orton. Exactly, was it makes sense. Shit. Yeah, was the shit. Yeah. man. nobody was stopping him. Like, nobody. He's RVD and Ric Flair, bro. Yeah. Who was RVD and Ric Flair <laughs> when he was like? That's five. true. Dog, have you ever, since you brought up the what are you doing text, have you ever <laughs> was like macking to somebody through social media and Every then day. like, and then you nut and then you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what was I thinking? What do you mean? Like, like she not even that bad kind yeah. of stuff? Oh, of course. Oh like you go through it. Cause like sometimes like. 
man, niggas be horny, bro. So like sometimes like she be looking bad or all her pictures will be from the neck up and you'll be like, ooh, we in here. You talking all this game. She gets to your crib. She look like a different person. But like, I'm a nice guy, bro. I'm gonna swallow my pride. I like, like I, I'll, I'll know one time. I'll, be, I'll make you know one time. I'm a gentleman. And so like, I'll never talk to you again. You might get blocked, but I'm gonna make sure she you gets her. You might get blocked. I'm gonna make sure she gets her nut regardless because I'm a gentleman though. No cap. Nice. Big he's, facts. He's a man of the women. I'm a man of the people, man. Like, <laughs> I support everybody and everything they do. And if a girl wants to get her nut on, and I agreed to it previously, like, if she looked different when she pulled up, I got finished. Like, man, should have FaceTimed her. Like, man, should have took her to coffee first. Like, I feel like it's my fault. So I can't coffee fault her Coffee dates are vital. Come on. And, like, coffee's fine. Because, like, I like coffee dates because they can be as, like, quick or as long as you want them exactly. to be. So if we chopping it up and I finish my coffee in 15 minutes, boom, have my homeboy, bro, hey, text me. Bro, say say I got to pick you up. You just got in a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> boom, I'll be out of there. But if I'm really feeling her, bro, I'm a, I stay in a Starbucks for two hours. And you got to go to the one connected to Barnes & Nobles. Which one's that one? Lock and Terra? Yeah, Lock and Terra. And they got one in the uh, form, too. Oh, and right, you gotta right. do that because like you take her to the Starbucks first, and if it goes well, then you venture off in the lot to to the Barnes and Noble. She can tell you a smart nigga. Y'all talking about books and shit, but if it don't go well, you just gotta hit your homie like with the cold word and be like, "Hey, gotta go." Take notes, fellas. Take yeah, notes. sir. I'm giving away all the secrets. I should charge $19.99 for that. <laughs> I should. You gonna start a an OnlyFans? Hey, bro. I already got one, low key. Oh, I'm shit. not even gonna lie. I just haven't revealed it yet, but I do have OnlyFans. Damn, that's wild. That's wild. Um, I usually tell people, um, talk their shit. Yeah. Give them the floor to talk their shit. So. Um, well, follow me on Twitter, the AJ Bray. And Instagram, listen to my music if you want to. And if you don't like it, can you please tweet that you don't like it so I can still get some clout? Um, <laughs> any clout's good clout. Any clout is good clout. I want all of it. I don't want to be canceled though. Mm. Not that kind of clout. Yeah. Um, ladies, if I'm in your DMs, please reply. It's been a while. It's been like it's been a minute. So please reply. <laughs> Uh, shout out all the strippers holding it down. I love y'all for show. My next EP coming out in a couple weeks, inspired by the strippers. Um, Ooh, okay. It's called Hello Beloved. I never told anybody that, so this is exclusive. Oh, Hello right now. Beloved. Hello Beloved Let's is the go. name of the next EP coming out in like two weeks. Nice. And um, yeah, shout out to you. This is dope. This is a yeah, fire ass podcast, bro. Yeah, like, it is nice to finally meet fire. you, bro. No cap. Yeah, like I always see you out, but we never like chopped it up. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, so I've been geeked when I see you too. So I'll be like, bro, can't do this right now, dog. I'm raging right now. <laughs> I'm raging right now. Fucking <laughs> raging. Albert, where can they find you, homie? Uh, Treble Art on Instagram, Treble underscore art, and albertgonzalezart.com. Yeah, and he fi. Last for me, he fi. And y'all know I don't fuck with everybody, so look him up for sure. Yes. And you can find me at Sports Guy Jose on Twitter, Instagram, MySpace, Mogul Space, whatever space, your mother's space, your tia's space, it don't matter. Yeah, sir. Your right. highness space, all that shit. There you go. That wraps it up for episode seven. Episode seven, man. I can't believe we did it. Yeah, all right, guys. Sir. Stay brown. <laughs>